Hey, Marie, how's it going? I'm going good. How are you? I am uh, doing well. There's been a couple big developments since we last spoke, uh, specifically kind of affecting you. Uh, how how is Llama Life uh, doing these days? Llama Life is doing well. I think the event that you're referring to is the collapse of SVB, mm-hmm. which is Silicon Valley Bank, one of the I guess one of the the biggest startup banks. About fifty percent of startups that are funded bank with Silicon Valley Bank SVB and Llama Life banks with them as well. So it's been a pretty stressful week, I would say. Yeah, I can imagine. As of the time of this recording, the the Fed has stepped in to guarantee all the deposits. So that is a huge relief. But, you know, until the Fed actually announced that they were stepping in, man, I was stressed, mm. so stressed. And the thing with Silicon Valley Bank, they, they provide a lot of services. So they have a loans kind of department, but they also have just a regular banking department where... You know, you're a startup, you have some cash, you deposit that in the bank and you expect that those deposits are there and available readily for you when you want it. And that's how Llama Life is engaged with SVB. We just use them as a regular bank. And to wake up one day to hear that, hey, your money is not guaranteed and you can't access it, like that is scary. Yeah. I think for us, the time difference didn't help either. I was going to ask, like, could you sort of do like a replay? Like, when did you first sort of consider, like, start to think like, maybe there is an issue? And how did that go? Because like you said, it was kind of based more on US timing, and you're on Australia. So it's like totally different. Yeah. What what did that what the last kind of week timeline look for you? Yeah, completely. So so we're based, yeah, we're based in Australia. And obviously, this is all happening in, in the US. Basically, like US time, this all kind of went down, like, Wednesday evening, SVB put out like a statement to its shareholders, basically saying that they were going to rebalance some of their, uh, I won't get into all those details, but basically they put out a letter to their shareholders. And then on Thursday, the reaction to that was that the share price of SVB dropped 60%, like massive drop. Mm. So I saw that on Thursday, like I saw that news and I sent a message to the person I work with and I said, Hey, like, just FYI, I'm keeping my eye on this. And then as Thursday progressed, I was like, hmm, this doesn't feel good. There's no downside of me transferring money out. Maybe I'll just transfer a bit of money out. Right. And at the time, the deposits that are guaranteed were guaranteed for you know up to 250K. That's insured money. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just transfer a bit out. So we go you know less than 250K. Mm. And so I actually did try to initiate a wire out. Oh. Yeah, and but I couldn't. Right. And the reason I couldn't is a little bit different to it's sort of a bit unrelated. So there was some glitch in the system that had revoked some of my permissions, which is super weird. I just couldn't access my wires. And I think it was completely unrelated to everything else that was going on. Mm. But I sent them an email and I said, "Hey, like I need to access these wires. Like what's going on?" That was Thursday. So I couldn't do anything. I I tried to do something, but I couldn't. And then I went to bed because there's nothing I could do. Right, yeah. And then I woke up Friday morning and apparently all the crap went down when I was asleep. (laughs) People started panicking and that's what caused the run on the bank. And I woke up on Friday morning, which was, it was my Saturday morning in Australia because we're ahead in terms of time zones. 
And, you know, my alarm goes off as usual. It was like 7.30, I get up, I'm like washing my face. And whenever I wake up, I go, hey, Alexa, uh, good morning. And sorry if I just triggered other people's (laughs) A-L-E-X-A's. But I say that and then it plays the news. So I said that, my usual routine, it's playing the news, I'm washing my face, I'm like half asleep, Saturday morning for me. And and I hear that it, the bank's been seized by regulators or something. And I'm like, wait, what? Did I hear that correctly? And so then I run to my phone and I start Googling. And I'm like, no, this can't be right. The bank had gone. It fully collapsed overnight when I was sleeping. And I was like, That's oh my crazy. God. So then I sent a note to my investors and just saying, hey, just FYI, we bank with SVB, monitoring the situation. Here are our financials. Like, Long story short, we're okay because I'd split our funds into two banks. Mm-hmm. So we had some funds in, in an Australian bank as well. And so I was like, we're okay. Like we can make payroll. We, we can still do all our transactions in terms of customer deposits coming into us for Llama Life subscriptions. They're all going into our Australian bank. So it's fine. Like operationally, we're fine, but we do have this chunk of cash in the US. So I sent that email out. And then I went into my SVB account just to check the status of things. It's all frozen, but I could access all my bank statements. So I was like, okay. download all the bank statements. <laughs> yeah, right? get so all that a, while you can. There's a record of transactions, the balance, etc. So I did all that. Half an hour later, completely frozen, locked out, couldn't oh, do anything. Man. Wow. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my <laughs> God, the timing of this is really bad. The rest of the week, I was just all consumed by the news What's happening? Who's stepping in? Um, is there going to be a bailout? Is there not? So I'm, I'm happy there was no bailout because I don't believe there should be a bailout. Like the bailout of the bank, that should not happen because the bank needs to be responsible for their actions, right? The investments they've made, et cetera. The senior management there needs to be responsible. So that was correct, I think. But the funds being guaranteed for the depositors absolutely needed to happen because not – it's not anyone's fault that they put money in a bank and they can't get it out. Like, right. So I think, I think what happened was the right thing, but it was a very stressful week. And we have now set up a new bank <laughs> with Mercury Bank, and they've been absolutely fantastic. And I have wired out all the funds from SVB into Mercury. I did think about leaving some funds in there, but I don't have the mental headspace to keep monitoring this situation so closely I need to get back to building the business. I just don't right, want to think yeah. about this. So I was like, you know what? Let's just go all out. <laughs> we'll just wire everything <laughs> out. You know, obviously I'll keep tabs of what's happening, but I'm not as invested in it now. Like I'm not as worried about it. I will say there's something. So with Mercury Bank, it was really funny because, so I got Twitter Blue recently and I think Twitter Blue actually helped me get my Mercury Bank account. <laughs> How's that? Because I was engaging with them on Twitter and because I'm like a non-US resident, it's sort of harder to do things sometimes. Like I can't oh, just yeah. go and open like a JP Morgan Chase account. And I tried, I actually tried with all this SVB stuff. I tried, but they're like, you have to come into a branch in person. I'm like, well, that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Well, and also because of the pandemic, my passport expired. Right. And, and this, a lot of people are in this situation. They didn't travel during the pandemic, so they didn't renew their passport. And I was like, yep, I know it's expired. I'm going to renew it eventually. 
there is a grace period when your passport expires. It's still, you don't have to start all over again. There's this two-year, in Australia anyway, I think it's like two years yeah. grace period. I'm making a mental note to myself, like, yeah. go see when your passport expires because it's been a few, like, I have no idea when that expires. I right. should check into that. I'm going to make a note to myself right now. <laughs> yeah, because we, we can domestic travel without a passport, right? You can just use your driver's license. But mm-hmm. I haven't done any international travel that required my passport. So it expired. Right, right. So I tried to set up my bank account. And, well, first of all, I had to be there in person for J.P. Morgan Chase. And then second of all, like, even if I wanted to be there in person, my passport's expired, so I can't. So then I was chatting with Mercury, and they wanted the passport as well. And I was like, well, look, it's expired I sent it anyway, and they're like, yeah, it's expired. And I'm like, oh, can you make an exception, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm talking to this guy on Twitter, and it's it's a public conversation on Twitter, so you can go and find okay. it. Nice. But I was like, I've got Twitter blue. You know, I I am – you've got my passport. You can see the photo's me. The info's right. there, but it's obviously the date. It's expired. But it is me, and all the details, my date of birth, everything is on there. And then I was like – yeah, but I've got Twitter blue as well. And they, they didn't say exactly like that was the reason, but I personally think it helped because there was this public conversation on Twitter and you can see right. it's me on Twitter. And I did post about Llama Life is affected by SVB on Twitter. And then, they, and then it got approved. Wow. Nice. And I was like, thank you. And it was literally 24 hours. Boom. Approved. Done. Right. So great. I'm really worth happy. The, uh, worth the $11 or $8 or whatever <laughs> price it is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I-, I think so. I mean, at the moment, <laughs> I'm very happy with the situation. So, yeah, nice. that's my yeah. SVB story. And, yeah, we- long story short, we're okay now, but it was a very stressful week. Yeah, I bet. Probably the most stressed I've been running the business. Yeah, I mean, when you find out, Hey, your bank is gone like that. <laughs> that's a pretty big deal. Mm. It's kind of pretty stressful trying to figure that out. You were talking about kind of the, some of the stuff where you're having issues of it's being more difficult because you're not in the U S and yeah. like, I know with uh, polar habits, we've kind of run into that too, because the company is, it's a U.S. company. We're using uh, what is it? Stripe. We set up through Stripe Atlas, Atlas yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to create a corporation in Delaware or whatever all that stuff is. And there's just a lot of stuff that, I had to approve and give my my address for and like I had to like sign some letter that was like me as a US citizen like saying yes Marat my co-founder is in this company because it was a US company and he's you know not a US citizen and so there's like there's just like a ton of that stuff that I think I don't know I don't want to sound like the ignorant American but I kind of am and I just feel like all that stuff you just I just sort of like take for granted and don't even think about it and like oh yeah like there's things that you have to be a U.S. citizen to be able to do, like having this company here. Like mm-hmm. we have to have a U.S. citizen as part of the company for this to be in the Delaware. Or at least that's like I, I just had to go through a lot of kind of paperwork making that stuff uh, happen, which I had never even really thought about or considered before. We use Mercury as well. And uh, speaking of, we just recently sort of stealth launched our paid plans finally for Polar Habits we don't have uh, 250,000 in there yet, but uh, we're making that very small dent. It was kind of fun. So we've been working on that for a while, mostly Marat. Like I've been really busy with my son that got diabetes and then just sort of other stuff. I've been so busy on the side that it's been kind of a one-man show for like a month or so where he's really been cranking hard on it, but specifically getting the paid subscriptions up. And so we sort of, we didn't announce it anywhere. We were just like, let's put it live and see what happens. 
And there is nothing more satisfying than Stripe notifications when someone signs up. It is the best thing in the world. It's just <laughs> that little little hit of dopamine for every little sign up. Make sure you do a screenshot. Like so sometimes I wait for a few notifications to come through <laughs> and I don't dismiss them and then I, I just take a screenshot just to remind myself like how good does this feel? Like I right. made something that someone else thinks is valuable enough to pay for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. It's, it's yeah. So fun kind of seeing those notifications come through. Now I have kind of this weird, I mean, it's not a problem, but I have this weird thing where my newsletter extra focus also, you know, Substack goes through Stripe as well. So I have like both of them combined and Stripe doesn't let you differentiate. So like the notifications, I don't know which one's for which. So they kind of combine together. Oh. And because my newsletter and polar habits, the monthly price is, is the same. Like I can't even tell from, from that. <laughs> so I'm kind of seeing like these mixed uh, notifications. There might be a way around that, but I'll have to figure that out. Yeah, you can split it out. So I've done this in, in our Stripe because I've got one Stripe account and within my Stripe account, because Llama Life's not my first business. I had a few before that, which didn't work out. But in my Stripe account, same login and everything, you can set up different businesses. Mm-hmm. And you probably would want to do this because like the reporting is split out as well. Then you can actually see. It is set that way. Oh, okay. Uh, so it is split up in Stripe, but just right. the, notifications the notifications themselves. Yeah. All the notifications says gotcha. like Stripe, new customer, gotcha. $8 a month. And it's like, which, which product is that? I don't know. <laughs> you know what else you, you could do? So I have obviously my Stripe notifications, but we also use Slack for our, just, just our internal comms, right. like with mm-hmm. the team. And I have one channel in Slack that I set up some some webhooks for. And whenever a paid Llama Life subscription comes through, I also shoot through like a Slack notification to myself. And I can put some details in there too, like just the, the customer, you know, what plan it was and like maybe the customer's name. So I know what's happening. And you, you could do that for Polar Habits. I don't know if you could do it for Substack because you need to actually – you have to set up the webhook. Right, right. You have to trigger it from your code base to, to send it through. So I think probably not for Substack, but definitely for Polar Habits, you could do it. I also use that same Slack channel for just signups. That channel is actually our first, I like that is the thing I monitor the most closely. Like if there's an event that will trigger like a bunch of signups that I don't know about, I can get a feeling. It's like my pulse. It's like a pulse on the situation. Like, oh, yeah, there's yeah, like- yeah something's happening because all the signups are coming through. Then I'll go check our analytics and I'll check all the other things to figure out what that is. But that, I guess it's also the canary in the coal mine too. Like if there's right. nothing coming through, I'm like, oh, I better go check like, wrong. the server's down <laughs> or something, you know, what was happening. But that is definitely the thing I look at the most is that, that channel. Yeah, that's a great idea. We, we should definitely kind of do that for Polar Habits, setting up yeah, a Slack channel so that we can – know when that's happening and like you said kind of having a pulse on whether there's a rise or whether there's a fall and just sort of like getting an idea of what is going on because when you're in the in the dark you just don't know you're just sort of like guessing and that would also help yeah with my little stripe notification thing though i could i could just like turn them off for polar habits and turn on like the slack channel or something like that instead that's so cool though that you just flicked a switch and (laughs) (laughs) it's like the dream it's the dream (laughs) No, that's great. Yeah, it's fun. So we're we've got. I think there's one or two other features we're hoping to ship before we do. I, I don't know if we will or not. But we before we do like a big announcement email because we were going to do an you know you want to do an email that's 
more than just like, hey, you can give us money now. Like you want to <laughs> say like, hey, here's some cool features. And also our pro plans are now available, mm -hmm. um, that sort of thing. So right now it's just like only people that go to sign up now or if they have an account and then they can see like the ability to upgrade within. So it's been pretty cool seeing people sign up without having done like any big push or announcement or anything. Like it makes you a little hopeful. So that means people are actually using it because you, you just said that you didn't do an email out. So you can you only know about this if you are a current user and you've logged in and right. you can see that there's an upgrade option. Or you're a new user that or a new, is new looking user. at the sign gotcha. up page. Right. So do you know do you know which it is? Is this are they new users or are they uh Existing. That is a good question. I don't think we know that yet. We'll have to go and figure that out because that would be obviously really helpful to know. Like, is this new people that are signing? Because if it's new people signing up, that would be great, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, the people are, because our traffic it isn't that high right now. So if the numbers are that, my, my gut feeling is it's more current users that are seeing it and upgrading. But I don't actually know that. And we should try to figure that out because that'll be very telling data if it is the current users that's awesome because that means that they are they're using it like they've logged in they're using it enough that they have been logging in to see that there's a an upgrade option right yeah and that they feel like they're getting the value yeah. like it's worth it for them yeah that's, yeah. that's totally that, true. that is the satisfaction for me just the value like someone thinks this is valuable to them. <laughs> that is my right. number one thing it's like it's not getting the money itself like obviously the money is important but for me it's more that somebody valued my work and mm -hmm. they valued it so much that they are willing to pay for it. Like for me, that is the ultimately like the ultimate best feeling. <laughs> yeah. And kind of one thing that we are really excited about, this is another thing we haven't announced, but we probably will in the email. We also added notifications. And so we knew we were going to add like browser notifications so that like, if you have the in the browser, you can set it up so that it gives you like a you know, little pop-up to remind you like, Hey, you haven't done any habits today. Do you want to, you know, check it out or add some or something? But co even cooler, if you do, you know, you can do like the progressive web app sort of thing. So if you're on an iPhone or Android, you can go to a website and then basically kind of like install it on your home screen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, with Android, you have the ability to do push notifications for those like kind of, you know, quote unquote fake apps. Like you can do notifications, which is really cool. And with the new iOS beta, they added that ability there too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this. Someone posted on Twitter. I haven't, I haven't looked in detail yet. Is this through like HTML five? Like, is it, is it something that happened in H with HTML five? Am I thinking about this right? Don't know, but I do know that uh, Marat again. Like I said, he's he's kind of been the one man show for the past few weeks, and he was dealing with kind of figuring that out, and just just did figure it out. So now. Like, I think the number one thing that we got when people first were discovering Polar Habits was like, hey, is there an iPhone app? Like, we want the mobile app. And so this really, I think, kind of gives us a longer runway to get to that. Because mm -hmm. we do, we would love to have a native mobile app eventually. But this, I think the biggest reason to have the mobile app is to be able to get those notifications. And now we're able to kind mm -hmm. of like sidestep that a little bit by giving this other option that kind of meets them 90% of the way there. Because... Hey, we don't have an app you can download in the app store, but if you install this from Safari, you get the notifications. It works just like an app. And yeah, we're pretty excited for the new version of iOS to get out so that we can get that out to and customers. And you're making me like have FOMO <laughs> a bit because, you know, a, a mobile 
app is sort of the number one request we get for Llama Life. Mm. And I've thought mm. about doing a progressive web app as well because it's kind of, you know, some progressive web apps look really nice. Like they're just, you know, it feels like an app, like it's, you got an icon on the home screen and when you open it, it opens up in full screen. It's not like you're in a browser. Like it's just full. It feels like right. an app. Mm-hmm. And you almost made me think, oh, maybe we should just do a PWA. But but the problem I've got with Llama Life is that Llama Life's got timers. So there's mm. when the timer hits zero, there's an there's an alarm. Like there's a there's a sound that plays. The issue with that is that in any sort of browser based app, you can't play audio unless the user themselves triggers it. So if the user hits a button, you can play a sound. But if the timer just hits zero, the user's not done anything, they're not interacted with right, it. If right. the timer hits zero, you can't just play a sound. And that is, that's correct. Like that's what should happen. Because imagine if you just had your browser open and it was just making all these sounds, like you didn't do anything. You'll be like, what's going on? And then I got to search through like 400 tabs to try and figure out like which one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, the, the logic, the thinking behind that decision is correct. Like you sh- the browser should, should not play a sound if you've not done anything. That'll be a disaster. Mm. But it does cause an issue for my product because that's the essence of the product. Like it, the time I hit right. zero, it makes a sound. It will alert you. So I don't think we can do a PWA because of that. I could I could be wrong. Maybe there's some way around it, but... I think um, it's probably better we just go like the native route, just mm-hmm. build a native app, and then then we have full control over stuff like that. Yeah, that's exciting for you. I think it makes sense to do PWA for uh, Polar Habits, for sure. I think prior to the notification thing, I didn't even think about it. It was just like, well, obviously, eventually, we'll need to do a native app. And then the notification thing, it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, I still like... <laughs> Like, I don't know if it's like selfishly or pride or whatever, but it's like, I want a native mobile app. But now I'm like, is it actually worth it? Because now what would be the difference? I mean, the install would be a lot easier. So that would be one thing to consider. It's like being able to tell somebody, hey, go to the store and download it. Just, you know, search for Polar Habits. Like that's really easy versus right now where it's like, go to polarhabits.com and then click the like share button and then find the add to home screen. You know, and, then, and then it's a little bit different if you're on Android. So there is like some, you know, friction there, which yeah. is a significant factor, but it does like that notification thing. I think once we realized that that was possible, it kind of made us realize like, oh, that was kind of one of the biggest things about going to having a native mobile app is that notifications. And now it's kind of solved. So at the very least, it sort of, it lowers the priority of getting a native app eventually, yep. even though I just want one. <laughs> yeah, you can use the time, take that time back to do more like testing and like trying to understand the customer and all that. Right. I'm not saying you don't do a native app in future, but um, I think I think you raised a good point in that, that the friction thing is a, is a real thing. It's sort of like a distribution thing as well because people – there's one one side of it where you just said, you know, if they hit your website, it's like you can install it on Android or iOS. That's one side of it. But the other side of it is just that people might just be searching for it in the App Store itself. Mm-hmm. The App Store distribution, it's so powerful. Like I have some friends who have iOS apps and if you have a great app and Apple take note of it, it's a very powerful thing. Mm-hmm. I used to have an iOS app that I made with a friend years ago, like eight years ago or something. And we happened to get featured by Apple. Oh, nice. We didn't do anything. We just, it was just lucky. And we got 50,000 downloads in one night. 
Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, so the the distribution of the App Store is 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 a amazing thing if you can get on Apple's radar. And I think people just expect like that's the thing you can't fight consumer behavior like they expect it. They go there, they're searching for habit mm-hmm. apps, mm-hmm. and they'll just click install, install, install. Whereas right now, and this is the problem we have as well for Llama Life, is that we're just a web app. So you have to go to the website, and we're relying on people discovering our website to install well I say install it's not even installing because it's a web app just to open <laughs> right. the app yeah it's distribution is like tricky and anyway <laughs> that's awesome I, I feel like that's an awesome development for uh, polar habits yeah yeah we're really excited to see uh how yeah how people enjoy using it and get, kind of getting that out there because i think i think the number one thing we ran into with early customers was like this app is great i love it i forget to check it yeah. And I had the same thing. I was like, I'm like, I'm making this app and I would forget to check it certain days. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had just like some sort of reminder. And we built like an email reminder first. And then, but the native reminders notifications is so much better. Just getting mm. that little pop-up. It's so easy to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to go like tap the habits that I've done correctly and just sort of like get that you know, tracked. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very excited, all this stuff kind of uh, getting out and seeing people sign up is the best thing in the world. So hoping to continue that trend of releasing cool features and people deciding that the value is there that they want to sign up for, you know, annual subscription or whatever it is. So hmm, I wonder if that's kind of, um, we're kind of, I'm just looking at the clock. We're probably is this a good place to wrap up? That's kind of like yeah, a, I should probably, we should probably, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't say that yet. Cause then we'll end up going another 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, okay, okay. Every time we say that we're going to be on time, that's when it goes off the rails. Okay. What are you uh, planning to like focus on this next week? What are some intentions? Yeah. So funny enough. So last week on the last episode, we said, uh, well, I said that I'm working on email verification because that is something, you know, it was, a, it was causing right. problems for us because a few people, typed the wrong email address and then it took a long time to it took me time to like resolve that issue so I was like yeah I gotta do email verification that will solve everything but I went and checked our email bounce rates Mm -hmm. so when we send a welcome email it'll tell us how how many got delivered how many bounced and I was like well the bounce rate is extremely low Mm. and so I was like okay I think we do need to implement email verification at some point but I was like is this priority because for me, everything's about priority. You like maybe don't want to play with fire of like possibly messing up your bounce rate? No, no. It was more that the bounce rate's so low. Like, is this a really an issue? Oh, gotcha. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to be there eventually, but it's all about prioritization. Is this like the top priority right now? And I've kind of decided like it's not. Mm-hmm. If that bounce rate starts creeping up, then yeah, maybe we go address it. It was triggered because I had one or two cases the week before, which took up a lot of my time. But I was like, okay, I'd rather use the time for something else. So um, I've been doing some SEO stuff this week, more sort of the technical SEO side, because we did all this content SEO stuff, which has helped. But from a technical perspective, I'm, I'm sort of just trying to make sure all the right tags are in there. And, you know, we have titles for different pages within our app as well. The titles are really important. Mm-hmm. So I've done that this week. Next week, I'm going to get back to building some features for customers because we've been doing a lot of behind the scenes improvements that the customers can't see. It's more to help our funnel and our discoverability as a product, but the customers don't see that. They're probably like, well, you haven't made many improvements to the product. So 
next week for me, and this is great because I love doing this stuff anyway. Like this is my favorite part of making a product is to build some features. <laughs> and I say that like that way because everyone's like, oh, don't just build features. But th these are very carefully selected customer requested features. <laughs> so I'll be doing that next week. So I'm going to have a great week next week. This is my dream. Like oh, I'm going to add some stuff to my product. Right. Well, you deserve it after this last stressful week. So take a week to really <laughs> just you. dive into doing some fun features. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I deserve it too. My gosh. I lost, <laughs> I lost sleep. I lost sleep, man. I was so stressed. Um, I bet. Yeah. Our case was not even the worst of it because we, we had split our funds. There are mm -hmm. so many other startups where they had everything in there, like millions of dollars in there. I read something on the news, like this one guy had just raised $5 million and it was all in there. Oh, gosh. You know, one day he's thinking like the future of my business, at least for the next, you know, 18 months runway is set. Like we just raised this round. You should be celebrating. Like it's a huge relief when you close a round. Mm -hmm. And then the next day he's like, it's an existential crisis event that could just wipe out his whole business. And I was like, oh my gosh, right. I feel for that guy. That's crazy. And then obviously all the, all the startups that couldn't make payroll because it couldn't access our funds. So we were actually in a very good situation versus others. And if I was feeling that stressed about my situation, I don't even know what other people would be feeling. <laughs> my gosh. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, that's all from a llama life perspective. We're all, we're all good on that now. Right. But yes, next week, fun week for me. And <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm just going to lap that up and just get into it. And yeah, just, just, just have fun with it. Nice. What about you? What are you doing? Yeah, so for me, I'm kind of kind of playing catch up in a lot of areas right now because I had, like I mentioned last week, my son with diabetes and then just sort of like other stuff going on that's really, there's a lot in my life that kind of got busy all of a sudden and then I got behind in a bunch of things. And so I'm kind of, I'm rapidly trying to do, I can't remember if I mentioned this last week, but I, I have a due date for my, my book, the next draft. And so I've done beta reading and I've been like going through a bunch of like all the comments, which I got so much feedback. It's amazing and so helpful. So I'm like trying to apply all that and then get my get my manuscript ready to send on Monday. Like when this when this episode comes out, I will have sent my finished manuscript, you know, quote unquote finished, but like ready to go for line editing to the editor. But I have a lot of work to do before that happens. So I'm gonna be it's gonna be a busy weekend. And then once I do that, then I'm gonna be diving back into kind of like some of my other projects, like polar habits, because like I kind of mentioned, I have been neglecting it because I just haven't had the time for the past month, which it's been like the Marat show. And so I'm excited to kind of get back into there. And especially now when you see money coming in, like that, that's really uh, motivating that dopamine mm -hmm. of like, oh, what else can we do that's going to get people excited? Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting that manuscript submitted because I'm going to celebrate big time just to have hit that moment yeah. and then getting back into working on some fun stuff with Polar Habits. Um, and that'll be what I'm doing this week. Sounds good. I feel like you kind of you're about to hit this big milestone moment, which is always nice. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot, been a long time coming. It'll be it'll be fun. I mean, there's still there's a bunch more to come, but still, this is it's a big moment. I'm I'm excited for it. Awesome. Cool. Well, I will see you next week. See you then.